Welcome to the Gaining Momentum Podcast with your hosts, Abby and Megan. This is the podcast where we try our best to parent our kids for the world we want them to grow up in and the world we live in now. Hello, hello, Gaining Momentum community. Megan here with my trusty co-host, Abby. Abby, you just had a birthday. I did just last week with our Minnesota, <laughs> or not Minnesota episode. Yeah, the last episode. <laughs> How was it? Feeling pretty good so far. Although honestly, I've like forgotten like 10 things, <laughs> like big things. I'll suddenly be like, I can't. Where is this? And I was like, wait, is this age related? Is it like the second your birthday comes? The decline is beginning because my dad and Susan led us to believe that it only goes up from here. Yeah. Yeah. I, have we been misled? Because I was, I've really been leaning on that reality moving forward. <laughs> but my favorite, I think, birthday wish that I got was from my kid. Mm-hmm who on my birthday when I came out and he was like, happy birthday, mom. (laughs) And then he goes, I wish that you were my kid so I could play with you all the time. Oh God. And I thought that was really sweet. And also like really almost kidding. Like it made me feel wistful and sad almost. Yeah. I'm like melancholy over that in a weird way. Yes. Melancholy. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, it's such a lovely sentiment and it's like fully existential. Yeah. Definite like little melancholy and infinite sadness vibe. Yeah. But like also so sweet. Like he just loves playing with you that much, but also like, it's incredible that your child can like think like that. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, that's so profound. But sometimes I'm also like, I don't know. He might just be stringing words together and I'm reading more into this. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, Whoa, he is a straight up philosopher. (laughs) But it did make me think of when we were talking to my dad and Susan and they were talking Mm -hmm. about playing as parents versus playing as grandparents. Mm -hmm. And it made me think, Oh, do maybe I just don't play with him that much because Mm -hmm. like, like Susan and my dad said, I'm busy trying to work on career stuff and do all of the other adulting things mm-hmm. that maybe I'm not taking the time as much as I should, yeah. or as much maybe as like I could, I should say, because there's no yeah. should, but as much as I could to kind of stop and be in the moment and be present and just play more. So that was a good reminder. Yeah. Or you are. And he just like wishes that was like an infinite possibility, right? Like, so there, <laughs> is, there is a possibility that you're doing plenty and we tend to be like, what inadequacy am I like? having because of that of how we're gonna like put meaning on that thing that he said you know it's also possible that you're doing lots of play and he's just like it's so great he wishes that every moment could be play right yeah I was gonna say every moment could be a Kodak moment remember Kodak oh yeah Kodak (laughs) remember taking pictures on film hey Kodak shout us out (laughs) this this is an ad (laughs) FYI Kodak doesn't exist anymore do they I don't think they do oh really but while we're at it, Blockbuster, where are you at? <laughs> hit us yeah. up. Blockbuster, <laughs> hit us up. Hey, A and B Sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be all of our sponsorships. They're going to be like defunct media, <laughs> multimedia. Oh, speaking of defunct. Yeah. Daft Punk, hit us up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, we are seeking sponsorship. <laughs> I mean, maybe not actively, yeah. but only from businesses <laughs> but yeah yeah that's a that's profound it's lovely yeah and it makes me think going back to my dad and Susan and talking about playing and just sort of yeah like I don't know it made me think more about mm. aging and just mortality and keeping that 
inner child alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I was wondering too, while well, we're keeping our inner children alive and talking to yeah. our children about getting older and about death and dying and about mortality yeah. as it comes up, what's going on with the community? Yeah, so we put out some questions as we do after the episode last week. How do we have these conversations in our families and in our households and with our kids? We had like, you know, lots of really good feedback. It seems like a topic that, you know, people are like really excited to kind of dig into and talk about. Um, So I'm really glad that we did it. I wasn't sure when we wanted to tackle this topic, Mm -hmm. how it was going to land, if people were going to shy away from it, because it can be uncomfortable and scary, or if you know, they would lean in and be eager to talk about this. But um, like most of our topics, the GM community does not let us down. They seem always really keen and excited to get into it. So what really surprised me is a couple of things that came back in those polls. First of all, I don't know if this one was surprising, but it was interesting that almost literally universally, like 100% of people started thinking more about their own mortality when they became parents. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't realize just how absolutely universal that might be for people. Right. But yeah, like we talked about that a little bit in the episodes and you did for sure about like how that was like kind of the first time that you started having some of those thoughts. Well, Mm -hmm. it looks like you're not alone on that. (laughs) So that was interesting to see. What surprised me though, was that there was also kind of a universality in people's comfort in talking to their kids about it. Like people are comfortable talking to their kids or they aren't? Yeah, they are. So out of all of our challenging topics, this one is actually the one that people seem most comfortable talking about with their families and their kids, you know, like versus other things that we've brought up and said, how comfortable are you having this conversation? Mm -hmm. That surprised me. I'm not sure why. I think I thought it would be more taboo and people would be more unnerved by it. Well, I think this is like everybody's life is touched Mm -hmm. by aging and is touched by death and mortality and dying. And so I think it's one of those things where maybe you can, like you can be comfortable talking about it because without it necessarily directly impacting you, because, Mm -hmm. you know, you might lose a pet. So the conversation comes that way Yeah. or, you know, it does impact you through Mm -hmm. like great grandparents and grandparents passing away. So then in different ways than say, for instance, like, having to learn more and delve into talking about gender or talking about race and racism. Yeah. Yeah. You just triggered something in my mind. I'm sorry. And I'm trying to prevent my cat from unplugging all the cords. Um, (laughs) You triggered something for me there. It's not, there's something about this topic maybe that seems like it should be really uncomfortable, but it's not loaded with like um, almost like a morality. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's, there, there isn't like a, Oh, there's a chance that like I could be, I could do this maybe I don't know maybe there is that I could do this wrong piece but like for some reason it seems like because it's like universal and because it's you know our great common denominator there's that piece and then maybe because like there's less shame maybe like because we all experience it there can be totally I'm sure there's like more to say about privilege and like lifespan and death and dying but Maybe that speaks more to like how uncomfortable people are with privilege um, and that informing, you know, those other conversations being tough, right? Or like less comfortable to talk about. I don't know, though. I think it also just depends, too, because we don't know uh, the identity characteristics of the people who responded, right? Totally. Yeah. 
totally. I'm like just spitballing. I'm like, it's just interesting to think about like, oh, I was really expecting to be there to be more discomfort with this topic. Right. So shows me not to expect stuff. Make assumptions. <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> but that's great to see. And because of that, I think we got really good feedback about how people are doing that, like within their own family context. So mm-hmm. um, as always, lots of people using like different kinds of media, be it books or shows. Um, somebody specifically referenced um, an episode of Daniel Tiger about uh, the bluefish. So I can only assume that bluefish... Yeah perhaps passes away and that's a tool for having that discussion with a really small kid trying to meet kids where they're at with it so like letting them lead the conversation and whatever questions they have that's where you take it some people talked about that some folks talked about also like just being really like concrete and Mm fact-based so like this is what happens like so I think it really just kind of depends on like what your family values are and like the vibe there's kind of kind of seems like there's not really a wrong way as long mm-hmm. as you're like willing to have a conversation. I think it would be interesting too, if we have the opportunity, maybe one day if we do a live show mm-hmm. to delve into this a little bit more with our gaining momentum community, mm-hmm. but just even in terms of the media or the methods that you're using mm-hmm. based on what's been going on in your family. Mm-hmm. So like you might have a more concrete fact-based approach if there's like something impending coming yes. up immediately yeah. versus it's just this idea that you know that you should prepare your children for mm-hmm. kind of someday, sometime. Yeah. It's like abstract versus like hap- real, like happening right now. That's such a good point. Yeah. It changes how, what tools you're using, I'm sure. Yeah. Nice. I'd love to circle back on this again in a future episode and sort of see where we're all at as we continue to get older and our mm-hmm. kids get older and we just encounter different things and who knows what the world has next for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's always interesting talking to people about their ideas around aging mortality. So thanks to everyone who shared their ideas and anyone who still wants to hop in. Those questions are on our IG highlights. So jump in and send us a mm-hmm. DM. Or send us an email if you guys are not on Instagram. Mm -hmm, For sure. And speaking of circling back on things, we talked about Cameo on our last episode. And I didn't realize what we were actually doing was like putting out the vibes and conjuring it into our lives. Yeah, we did. Guys, it happened. (laughs) I got a Cameo. I got a Cameo. (laughs) We manifested it. So as we mentioned last week, it was my birthday (laughs) and we did a fun like trivia night with our friends on Zoom over the weekend. And we, one of the last, okay, so I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Likewise. The series, not necessarily the creator, (laughs) but we'll get into that another time. Problematic faves, (laughs) it's coming. (laughs) Yeah. So we did a trivia category that was Harry Potter Mm because shout out to my friend Elsie who organized that. It was awesome. (laughs) And to introduce the final category, she got Chris Rankin, the the actor who played Percy Weasley in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, it was amazing. Did it take you by surprise, Meg? I was shocked. Oh, I went bonkers because I couldn't believe that we had just been like down that rabbit hole about cameo in our last episode. Mm -hmm. And then it was like we manifested it. Seriously, we talked about it. it. Came out Thursday. Two days later, wait, yeah, yeah two days later, I had to yeah. do a quick laugh. <laughs> like Chris I, Rankin's in our lives. I, and I had to like, t- first, I was like, it took me a minute to register. Oh my gosh, it's a cameo. Like, that's what's <laughs> happening here. Couldn't believe it. I was like, Elsie has outdone herself in this yes. moment. 
And it was awesome. And Chris Rankin, Percy Weasley Mm -hmm. was so funny. Like it was a really great cameo where I kind of feel like Kevin from the office might need to watch himself because Chris Rankin's coming for your title. You got to have to go and rank and review there. (laughs) Like up his portfolio. (laughs) I just make an awful joke about like rank and file. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was wonderful. I think I was like, as I mean, it wasn't my birthday, but I felt like by proxy, like almost as tickled as you were. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. It was amazing. And now all I want to do is talk about Cameo. So can we circle back to talking about Cameo in our next episode again, too? Yeah, I'm sure we have like many more things to say about Cameo. Um, I've been deeply down the rabbit hole, so I would like to put a pin in it and return to this topic (laughs) (laughs) at some point in time. But I guess we should wrap it up and wish everyone a good week. And we hope you enjoy this. Message us on Instagram. Send us an email. Check us out on Facebook. All the usual things. We want to hear how you guys are talking about aging mortality. Mm -hmm. And also, just as importantly, we want to hear your thoughts on Cameo. Yes. Just as maybe even more so importantly. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week. We acknowledge that Gaining Momentum is recorded, produced, and edited on the unceded territory of the Selic Okanagan people and the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Gaining Momentum. Gaining Momentum. Hosted by Megan and Abby. With artwork by Catherine Katja. Music by Evan Dysart. Please check our show notes with each episode for more information on Catherine and Evan, plus how you can stay in touch with us through email, Instagram, and Facebook. We look forward to hearing from you.